tonight is healing service, and so uh, I want to share with you a few things from the Word of God tonight uh, in relationship to healing, and to stir you up, if you come and you're fully uh, mobile, mobile and <laughs> healthy and, and uh, footloose, fancy free, uh, everything's going good physically in your life, then I believe this will help you to stay that way. Because, uh, you know, some of the things we have to deal with in this, in this life, in heaven we won't have to deal with this. But, uh, you know, in heaven people don't need to get healed. You don't, you're not going to need a paycheck. <laughs> None of that stuff. And, and so God's plan, God's plan and His promises concerning these things all deal with this life. I know sometimes we say if someone passes away, well, they were healed in heaven. Actually, no. No, there wasn't any sickness in heaven to begin with. They didn't show up. You don't show up crippled. Drag yourself up to the throne to get a healing. No, it just doesn't exist there. Sickness doesn't exist in heaven. Isn't it interesting that Jesus said that we should pray that His will would be done on earth as it is in heaven? Well, that's just one indication right there that God doesn't want sickness in your body while you're here on the earth because Jesus said specifically to pray that way amen amen so let's get out our Bibles tonight and uh, and go over to the book of first Timothy chapter 6 if you're here tonight and you uh, you're not used to uh, church don't feel uncomfortable if you didn't bring a Bible no problem uh, listen best you can or look on with somebody else uh, these words will change your life though it's a valuable, valuable uh, thing that we have here in front of us. Father, thank you for our time together now. We believe that you're at work in our hearts so that our bodies might be restored and made whole according to your will and your perfect plan. Thank you for the anointing now working in us to teach and explain, to speak the word of the Lord, that, that, that lives may be touched and changed in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 12. Everybody got that? It says, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Are we called to fight? All right, we have any fighters here? How many know uh, that can be used in a positive way or in a negative way? You know, if someone's a brawler, that's not good. You need to, you need to control yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Control your temper and stop hitting people. All right? You know, unless you're a professional boxer or something, I guess that'd be all right. Uh, but if you're just a fighter physically, no, no, we don't applaud that. But for someone um, to have a fighting spirit about them, in this regard, that they are going to fight for what belongs to them, and in a with a attitude of love and and, and all the things that uh, that that God is, you can also have a fight a, a fight to you. And, and what we refer to in relationship to that, especially in our context here tonight, is uh, if someone has been attacked with sickness and disease if there's a fight to you that says I am going to get my healing I'm going to get what the Lord promised me that's a very very good thing in fact sometimes people will 
be overcome with a disease or a problem simply because they lose the fight. And, and we might say it this way, they lose their will to continue on. And we understand, we don't cast a stone at anyone who uh, has been going through it and they've been, I mean, just thrashed physically and, you know, just want to throw in the towel, so to speak, especially if they're saved. I've seen it happen where a person is born again and they've just been dealing with a lot of physical stuff and they start thinking about heaven. That's, uh, by the way, that's a good way to leave early. I mean, seriously, again, I'm not throwing stones at anyone, but if, if they're really hurting, they're really suffering, and they start thinking about heaven, bye. Because it's far better. It honestly is. It's just far better. And if any, if any of us could, uh, you know, step into that now, we'd have a tough time making the decision to stay. You know what I'm talking about? But, but when a person has some, some fight to them, uh, they're far more likely to get what they've got coming to them. And what I'm talking about is the fulfillment of God's promises in their life concerning their physical body. And so uh, it's interesting uh, th- this word translated fight right here, fight the good fight of faith. Um, it-, it has to do with a struggle. It has to do with um, uh, to endeavor to accomplish something. Uh, but some things are worth fighting for. We need to recognize that some things are worth fighting for. Uh, what if a person refuses to fight? Say, so, ah, I'm just not going to fight. Well, uh, you lose. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to just take whatever comes. I'm just going to, whatever comes to me, I'm just going to handle that. That's the wrong attitude to have in this world. And especially if you're being attacked with sickness and disease, you can't be passive. All right. Unfortunately, many Christians are taught to be passive. They're taught because. Because of a wrong um, understanding of the Lord, they think the Lord's will is just going to be imposed upon them, and God's going to do whatever He's going to do. So they take a passive position and just kind of, uh, in their mind, letting God be God. But in reality, that's not what the Lord told us to do. There needs to be something aggressive inside of us that says, no, I'm not going to put up with this junk in my life. And I absolutely will lay hold of and take what God has promised me. I'm going to get it. Come on now. If that's you, I would encourage you to stir that up in you. It's in there. (laughs) Isn't there a little fight in there? Might be a little chihuahua right now, but but we hope to stir that thing up into a pit bull. (laughs) Something on the inside of you that says, I am going to get what is available to me. And maybe you didn't know it was available, and so, you know, that thing needs to be stirred up on the inside of you. But, but don't be passive. Amen. Don't be quick to accept a negative report. If you're told it's over, if you're told there's no cure, if you're told this is going to be this way for a year, don't accept it. I don't mean you have to get into the doctor's face and tell him, oh, you're a liar. No, sometimes, I mean, don't tell them you go, you go to church here if you do. Because uh, we love the doctor, too. <laughs> and, uh, but we don't want people to misunderstand. We're actually on the same team, just working at it from a different angle. Right? But you don't have to, and I would encourage you not to, accept negative reports as being the final word. Amen. No, that's a, that, see, it's a, maybe a correct diagnosis of the way things are. 
physically are today, but that's not the final word on the subject. All right? I've got a, I've got a final word. Mm-hmm. And I am going to aggressively pursue it. I am going to not put up with and allow junk to rule me. I am going to rule it in the name of Jesus and with the Word of God. Okay? And so, uh, again, what if someone refuses to fight? Well, they'll be overcome. Okay? They, 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 they'll, they'll just lose. You know, you think about someone physically. Someone wanted to attack you. And if you said, you know, someone mean. <laughs> the devil's mean, by the way. You know, so and someone wanted to attack you, and you say, "Well, I'm just not going to fight you." Well, some people would just hit you anyway. <laughs> say, "You're going to fight now?" And they keep pounding you until, until they're done. Really, that's the way sickness is. If I get passive, it doesn't back off and say, "Ah, oh, well, this isn't a fair fight." <laughs> I mean, they're just rolling over. I don't get any glory out of this. Why don't you put up a fight? <laughs> no, it'll just walk on you, move on to the next person. And so the only only good way to respond to this kind of stuff is to stand up strong and say no, not going to have it, not going to put up with it. But but uh, those what about what about those who quit? If you quit halfway through the fight, well that person loses too. That person loses too. And so be determined to get what God has provided for you. Now our fight. The, the good news about this, this is not, you know. Uh, you know, if they Vegas did the odds, it wouldn't be like 50-50 here or, or anything like that. Uh, um, this kind of fight, we're fighting for something that's already been won. Amen. And so our fight is really not to win it. It's simply to enforce it. It's something that Jesus already accomplished, already conquered on our behalf. And now we're simply se- stepping in there and saying, yes. That's right. You know, we practice sometimes in church. We say, amen. (laughs) Right? It means, so be it. Isn't that kind of what we're doing? When you find out what the Lord has done and accomplished on your behalf, we're simply saying to the Lord, (laughs) amen. So be it. In me. Right now. That's right, Lord. Say it. You're preaching it, Lord. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. Come on. <laughs> We're just agreeing with the Lord. And, and a lot of what our fight is, it's simply that. We're saying yes and amen. We're saying that's right. So it's the fight of faith. I find this interesting as well. We are to fight the good fight of faith. So our fight is not a fleshly fight. It's not a physical fight. It's not physical exertion. It's not emotional stress. It's a fight. Now, when you understand faith, watch. It's a fight to rest. Because, again, it's not a physical fight. I'm going to resist this sickness. You know, I'm going to emotionally push it out. Faith is when a person is resting in God's promise. They're saying, yes and amen, it's so, it's done, it's finished, this is true in my life, exactly what the Lord told me, it is true in me now. And so really my fight is a rest. My aggression is simply to resist the lies that would tell me 
that it's not that what God said is not true. My fight is to resist the temptation to believe that any physical infirmity infirmity is permanent. Everybody with me on this? Say, is there a fight involved? Yes, because thoughts will bombard you. Sometimes they'll come from relatives and other people. Bad reports, physical things that you can see and feel. And those thoughts are bombarding you, basically telling you God's Word isn't true. It's not true for you. You're not healed. You're this. You don't have this promise. You have this condition. And it's just going to be that way. And so our fight is, again, combating those thoughts, those demonic thoughts, those worldly thoughts. And so we can stand in the truth and be free. Let's look at the next phrase here. Because Look, again, fight the good fight of faith. Look at that. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. Think about that language. Lay hold. Hold. Now, that word, lay hold, uh, want to learn a little Greek? <laughs> I just want to use this because I like the way this word sounds. <laughs> it's epilambonomai. That's the word for lay hold on. Say it with me. Epilambonomai. Say it again, epilambonomai. If you're having trouble speaking in tongues, <laughs> it might get you going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this word, it means, I mean, lay hold is a good word. Another word, another definition of the word means to seize. When he, say, he says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of or seize eternal life. It's an aggressive standpoint that we take that what God has promised, we are going to grab onto it and not let go. Do you, do you notice that, that there is a part to play on our side, though. He throws us the rope. We grab on and get pulled in. You might be flailing around in the water. Say, Lord, get me out of here. Well, the way he does that, he doesn't swim out there, pick you up, and put you on the shore. What does he do? He, he'll throw you a life raft or a rope. or uh, He'll throw something to you. But we must grab onto it. We must seize upon it. And when we do, you refuse to let go because that's your lifeline. And that's what he says that we are to do here in relationship to eternal life. He said, uh, we are to seize it. We are to lay hold of it. If something has been given to us by the Lord, it doesn't mean that we have it. Sometimes people think, if the Lord heals me, I'll be healed. No. I know that might sound strange to some. If the Lord heals you, that doesn't mean you're healed. <laughs> well, what about if the Lord saves me? Am I saved? We must understand that the Lord gives things. The Lord 
throws the rope out there, so to speak, there is always our part of grabbing hold of that thing. When it comes to healing, I must grab hold of that. Because in reality, every person's been saved, but it's not taken effect in their life without them laying hold and saying, Jesus is Lord, right? In reality, the same thing's true about healing. He has thrown it out to every single one. And from the Lord's standpoint, you're healed. What do we need to do? Grab on. Come on. Lay hold on this. And when we do, we're good to go. We're good to go. And so uh, if the Lord has thrown us a healing, what should we do? It's just time to take it. It is absolutely time to take it. Now, eternal life, as what's stated here, is not something that only includes going to heaven. If we were to work through this and look at uh, and break this down, eternal life includes healing and much more. We've shared that in some other messages. But it would be very right and correct to say, because listen, uh, I'll try to finish that sentence in a minute, but uh, listen, uh, salvation or the new birth is a reality in us the moment we accept Jesus, yet we're told to lay hold on it. Christians are even told, lay hold of this. It's not that it's departing and going in and out of our spirit. It's not that my spirit is going from darkness to light and, and, and you know life to death each and every day, but it's a reality of that life being manifest in my life from day to day. What I've received in Jesus, I need to keep a firm grip on so that can be manifest in me and through me every single day of my life. Likewise, it's true concerning the various aspects of eternal life, like healing, it is something I must purposely grab a hold of okay he's not just going to slap me upside the head with it say (laughs) that's just the way it is Uh, no I can experience the maximum benefit if this life uh, from eternal life that I received through Jesus at the at the new birth by laying hold of it you know another passage I won't have you turn there for now but Philippians 3 and verse 12 Paul used the same language over here when he said, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. And so the Lord laid hold of him for a purpose, for a reason, and he said, I'm going to lay hold of that. In other words, God's will, God's purpose, God's plan wasn't automatically just going to take root and be established in his life. He said, I must lay hold of it. I must seize it. I must grab onto this thing and never let go. Because there's a lot of stuff in this world to try to get you to let go. Hmm. Try to get people to let go of their of their walk with the Lord, try to get people to let go of what the Lord has promised them and what's been legally purchased on their behalf. There's just a lot of junk going around saying, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. What's our answer? No, not going to do it. Not going to do it. (laughs) Right? I don't know if that sounded right, but (laughs) wouldn't be prudent. Remember? Uh, I know that's old now. But But it needs to be our attitude concerning the things of God. 
that we're just simply not going to let go. Go over to Mark chapter 11. Talking about healing here. Talking about laying hold, grabbing onto a healing from the Lord. Knowing that He has thrown it out there. That He has made it available to every one of us. In Mark chapter 11 and verse 24, the Scripture said, Jesus speaking here, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Now, this word here, I want to note, out, note to you as well, this word receive, the word receive, receive is not a bad word, it's not a bad translation, but sometimes you get further insights when you look up uh, some of the original words and see what they, what they mean. Another way that this could be stated is, uh, is real literally, is just to take. It's a word very similar to that of the other that we're to lay hold of or we're to grab onto, we're to seize, we are to take what we've prayed for. And again, do you see how the, the common thinking towards this can be, um, can be wrong? Where we say, I'm going to pray, I'm going to ask God to do it, and if He wants to do it, He will just put it on me. And it'll be done. I have a different image in my mind. Okay? What I pray, the Lord puts out. And when He provides it, when He makes it available to me, I still have a part in that. And this is where I, with my faith, my hand of faith says, Okay, I'll, what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to lay hold of it I'm going to take it the, I've asked the Lord has given and I take it from him so you can't take things from the Lord <laughs> absolutely you can it's not, a, it's not something that he's not given I mean his arm is long enough he wanted to hold it away from us <laughs> I don't think you're going to get it you know like a little kid jumping at it If he didn't want us to have it, there's no use even jumping. But if he's reaching down to me, and we're saying, Lord, but, but just heal me. Lord, would you heal me? And he's standing like this, with that healing handed out. What does he want us to do? He wants us to just reach up and take it. Amen. He just wants us to take it. He wants us to lay hold of it grab onto that thing and refuse to ever, ever, ever let go. I'm never going to let go of my healing. Never going to let go of, uh, of the physical life that He has promised me in my life. Sometimes when people uh, win a prize, maybe they, wanna, maybe they entered a drawing of some kind and uh, come to find out uh, they got a phone call and they said, you won. You know, you've got the winning ticket. Well, what they need to do is they need to go and claim their prize. They need to go down to wherever the prize is and show them the proof. You know, I've got the winning ticket here. And, and you say, what are you doing here? Well, I'm here to pick up my new car that I just won in the drawing. 
right? But you've got to go down there and get it. You've got to lay claim to it and say, that now is rightfully, according to the rules of this drawing, that is rightfully mine. It belongs to me. And that's why we read the scriptures and we see what rightfully belongs to us through Jesus. In Christ, what's mine? In Christ, what am I supposed to have in my life? There's a whole bunch of promises in there that says, you're this, you're this, you have this, you can do this in Christ, in Him, and through Him, and by Him. And so all we do now is we go pick it up. If we sit around and wait, I thought I won this thing. (laughs) Where is it? I'm going to go look in my garage again. Nope, it's not there. Go get it. Go get it. Go down there and pick it up. Go claim what, what belongs to you. And this is the responsibility of people here today. The Lord has provided something for us. Through the work of the cross, the Lord has provided healing for each and every one. Another way to say it, He's provided for us life. And what we're going to do is come pick some up. Say, oh, that one right there, that one's mine. I'm going to just go get it. Envision here tonight in your mind, especially if you need healing in your body. Let this this be an image that might be able to help you. We're going to minister and lay hands on folks who need healing. And basically, your healing's up here. It's up here tonight. And you're going to get out of your seat, and you're going to come up here and get yours. I mean, just as real as if it were something physical. Just as real as if we were giving out microphones tonight and we had a big basket of microphones up here and uh, we said these are here for anyone who needs a microphone and uh, you've been thinking about it and you said, well, I need a microphone. Uh, And so you could just wonder why you don't have one. You could pray to the Lord that He give you one. Or you could just come up here and get one. How would I say, how would I do that? You would come up, reach into the microphone basket, grab yourself a microphone, and take it with you. And you could do whatever you want with it. You could use it whenever you want. You could just you could keep it. All right? If if we were doing that, and we're not really doing that, we'd like you to leave our microphones here. Uh, but if that were the case, you now have your very own microphone because you went up and got one. Likewise, what it is with healing, the Lord will use people frequently for this. And so when we talk about healing, Mark 16 says that we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. What What that tells us is that through the laying on of one person's hand, see, none of us are the source or the origination of healing. We're simply vessels that that God uses. But God will use the hands of one person, and healing will come through them into another person. All right? And and sometimes we lay hands on people's head or, or on their shoulder or sometimes, you know, on the part that's hurting. Uh, uh, but how many know you could come up here, we could shake hands. And we just say, here you go. And then you just take it back with you. 
all right? But the very moment you take it, and now this is just a physical expression of something we're taking by faith. We're just saying, oh, yeah, I'll take that. Okay, there you go. You got it. It is that simple and that real when we see the reality of laying hold on some, laying hold of something that's not in the seen realm. I'm going up there to get a healing. Well, there you go. You got it. Go ahead now. Do what you couldn't do before because you just got a healing, right? I mean, what were, what else were you up here for? I mean, you don't come up here just for nothing. Everybody with me? If you want to come up. Come up to get a healing. Amen. Come up to get a healing. Uh, and I've got a bunch of them. <laughs> like I said at the beginning, we got more than enough for everybody. It's because the Lord lives in us. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. And that same resurrection power we can hand out. We, in fact, it's true for any of us. If you know what you have and you know that you can give it away, you'll start doing it. I found out this years ago that I had something that I couldn't see. And I could give it away to whomever I wanted. I could just start giving healings away. Really? You could just give them away? I can for, for free. In fact, I wouldn't dare charge because they came to me for free. And it's not, it wouldn't be right. Jesus said we should freely give. Right? But I can give to anyone I want. It's, this is really nice. Oh, yeah. And any, of, any one of us, because there's literally an unlimited supply of God's mercy and grace and healing provided for us, any one of us can pick one up anytime we need one for ourselves. Yeah. You can just go get one. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we're going to do that tonight. Everybody ready for that? Okay, we're going to get some healings. Uh, and the Lord is in the house. Praise God. Amen. Let's just pray for a moment. Father, thank you now for the life of God that works in every person. We thank you for what's been provided. And Lord, we, we take you at your word. We're thankful for your word that says we should lay hold on eternal life, the God quality of life the very life of God that quickens our mortal bodies. Lord, thank you for that tonight. And so we purpose in our hearts, each and every one of us, Lord, just to lay hold of that which has been uh, provided for us, that for which you've laid, laid hold of us. Lord, we, 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 we stake our claim to what Jesus did for us. And we say it's ours. Well, we take it for our bodies. And thank you for it. Oh, so thankful.